From here on out, every foul is flagrant, boy. Let's go. You are now tuned into the chat room, your favorite baller's favorite podcast. All right, welcome back to the chat room podcast. I am the senator, and with me today, I got Coach. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? And it's just us, this one. We're missing six people. It's all good. But you know what I mean? It's just it's just us holding it down this episode. But we are joined by a special guest. We're going to get into his story. But I'm just going to introduce him as Daniel and let him say a little bit about himself before we jump into this. Nice. So, so thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. You know, uh, good night, good afternoon, good morning. So yeah, you know, your fan base, you know, to all the people listening all across the world. Uh, you know, my name is Daniel Loveless. Um, I've traveled the world. I've traveled to over 26 destinations, destinations worldwide, questioning people, producing a show called What You Know, or What You Know, as we would say <laughs> in the Caribbean. It's a, it's a really funny show that promotes education through entertainment. What I do is that I question random persons on the street in different parts of the world, uh, on general knowledge topics, you know, on cultural heritage, simple questions such as what is two plus two or what is 50% of 14? You know, simple questions in an effort to solicit to see what they know. In exchange for answering five questions correctly, each person has an opportunity to win a, a, a grand prize of sometimes a thousand dollars or sometimes a phone or different prizes. If they answer the questions correctly, they win the prize. If not, they learn something. And this is what I do traveling the world, spreading that love throughout the Caribbean and throughout the, you know, throughout the world. I was born and raised in the beautiful twin island of Trinidad and Tobago. I started the show here and now we've managed to build a platform of over 800,000 followers across platforms. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Loveless in, in 30 seconds. <laughs> don't, don't, no, don't, that's tough, don't. yeah. I've been definitely following you for a while and watching your videos. I definitely get a lot of jokes out of it for sure. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna, it's going to be a great episode. That's what, that's what we know for sure. For sure, for sure. I, I think the, the, the one that I, I laughed the hardest at was... What, what was the one? It was like... What was the question? It was the girl, and she and she called her friend, and her friend couldn't give an answer. She's like, I don't know, I don't know, what, I don't know what the question was, but it was like, oh my god, it's not bothering me now. I'm, I'm looking up, I'm looking up, but like, oh, T W O, yeah, 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 that one, that one, T W O, yeah, that, that's yeah, the one. What does T W O spell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, that one, and, and, and she called her friend, and she couldn't, couldn't get it, couldn't get it, and her friend couldn't get it, and she's like, yeah, I was, I was dying laughing. That, that, that was funny. That was funny. Daddy enjoyed it, man. <laughs> All right, so let's let's do our roundtable discussion before we get into the interview of Daniel. So, what what's the story behind your first nickname? And you've got that. to say what your first nickname is, too. Oh, my first nickname, my first ever nickname. I think, um, I think, 
my first ever nickname would have come from my mom. And then it was something simple like Didi. I mean, to, to, to this day, she still, she still calls me Didi. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand why. So it's either Didi or Danny Boy, you know. So <laughs> when, somebody, when somebody calls me Danny Boy, it's like it, it goes, it goes deep. And I just think, you know, it stems from, you know, uh, nurturing me a lot, you know, and, and as we would say in the Caribbean, babying me up, a, you know, a lot. I'm still a, I'm still a baby to this date. You know, so I, I think that that is where it stems from. And what is amazing about that is that, you know, the the connection that I've managed to build with my fan base over the years, namely on Facebook. I have a lot of fans that, that call me Danny Boy, especially the older, the older heads, you know, the, the older mm-hmm. people say Danny Boy. So it's super hot woman sometimes when I travel to some of these Caribbean countries and in the, in the streets with them, people say, hey, Danny Boy, you know, and it's so... It's just hot woman when people could rename you, you know, because it reminds me of my mom and it makes me feel at home and it makes mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. like a family. So that's the, the story behind the first nickname. Definitely, definitely. That's tough. Um, like I never really had nickname growing up, but like one of the nicknames that like people used to call me all the time was Scrooge. So Scrooge. Used to, this Scrooge, yeah. These always so like one of my friends in high school, his name is Jordan, and like we were we were at McDonald's and. You know when you're young, like you go to McDonald's, you go to McDonald's, you go to any 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 restaurant, and you have like a little bit of money, but like you try to get as much as you can. So like I, I try to get like big like a uh, junior chicken and like fries and, and like a, a apple pie or whatever. And one of my friends or didn't have enough money, and they asked me for like a piece of my apple pie. Right. And I said no, and I said no because I was hungry, right? So 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 he basically said that I'm Scrooge. If you know Scrooge McDuff. From um the the yes the, yes yes the, yes the yes, yes. Story? yeah yeah so he basically just said that I was a uh, mean person <laughs> not being able to give my friend a piece of apple pie but I, but I was hungry so that so, so that was like the original the original like my first ever nickname right and now yeah yeah so that was that not that what about you, my friend senator <laughs> my first nickname was point zero and <laughs> and it sounds very wild but I'll quickly explain to you why so i moved to jamaica for three years when i was in when i was in uh elementary school so grade four to seven i moved to jamaica and i used to perform that's when i started to write and started doing all that stuff so i was trying to find the nickname and somebody called me point zero because that used to be a winter coat brand from from um i think it was kmart or walmart one of those ones and it was point zero. So then they're just like, "Yeah, that's your nickname. You're cold, so we're calling you point zero. So zero. That was my that was my first nickname. <laughs> Actually, I have a friend who's um his nickname is Froze. So it's See, kind of, that's the way how it works. <laughs> yeah. All right. So seeing that we're talking about our first nicknames, what was the most embarrassing childhood story that you can remember? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. What are our limitations in terms of speech here? Like, you know... Nothing. It's free speech. Nothing. Good. Yes, I remember, you know, in Trinidad and Tobago, you know, and in, in much Caribbean countries, this is a, a very embarrassing story here. Yes, sir. <laughs> in Trinidad and Tobago, you know, and in many Caribbean countries, we, we, we go by forms. So it's form one, form two, form three. Yeah. Right? And when I, when I entered a new school in form two, you know, my first day... I was a bit shy and nervous, you know, being around a, a set of new students, etc. And I remembered, you know, I had a little, um, you know, I passed a little gas. 
but it was it was one of those it was one of those wet ones now. So I went to the bathroom and you know it was just like it was just like, it was just like a little wet one, you know. But I was so embarrassed to go tell the principal that I I wanted to go home, so I decided to just leave it like this. So you know, and, you know, um, it was pushing a little set now, you know. And I remember the um, I remember the students in the class accusing me of um, of being the one smelling like that. I was like, nah. It could never be. I never admitted it publicly to this day, and and they gave me the nickname Captain Shitty Bum. <laughs> to this day, I denied it to the last. It could never be me. It could never ever. That can't be me, you know. But publicly today, I'm admitting it to all my old classmates, etc. Is gonna watch this. I'm like, oh shit! I didn't know. Now you know. Now you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only embarrassing story I can remember is like, like play, like you know, like back in the day, like wrestling was like really, really big, right? So we used to like always watch like WWE and Smack, but we used to always watch all these things. And in front of my building, there was like a park, so we used to always like play fight, like you no, know, like we're we're joking, but we're like we're we're like you no, know, like throwing fake punches and whatever. And I think like my mom came down. And cause she thought like, like so my balcony was like right there, so she could see us. So but she did the same thing to me, but she came down and she was so mad, like she draped me up and like boxed me and, and everyone kind of froze. I'm like, mom, like what's the matter? She's like, she's like, why are you out there fighting in front of people? And like I'm telling her that we're like, you know, we're 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 play fighting is just you know a joke thing, and she wouldn't let it go. Like just yeah, so like I was so embarrassed. So that for after that, I never play fight again. I so I just I just stopped right yeah. away because I was like I'm not gonna get J-pop like that again. So, and like, and like, my mom being from being from Jamaica, like, you know, um, community and culture is like big in the Caribbean, you know, right? Very, very big in the Caribbean. And like in Canada, it's not really like that, you know. So, so you can have like your neighbor and you don't really know their name for like four or five years, you know. And uh, and. and in Jamaica, like you have like your family and stuff would like look up for you and say, Hey, stop fighting, you know, whatever your mom's gonna come down, whatever, whatever, whatever. I didn't get that in Canada. I didn't get that. So my mom came down and draped me up and that was, that's my little embarrassing story. <laughs> so mine is very embarrassing, but <laughs> I've never told this on the podcast, but some people that know me know the story. So yeah. in grade one I went to school with my older cousin and my older cousin's uh, was in grade four at the time. So I thought I could be cool and hang out with his people. <laughs> and there was one day he wasn't there. And then they dared me to stand on the table during lunchtime and pull down my pants. And I said, no. But then they said, if someone dares you, you have to do it. So in my thought process is, all right, this is just something to get me in with the crowd, all that stuff. So I stood on the table, pulled down my pants. And and then, you know, kids are going to be kids. So they start freaking out. They're whatever. Teacher comes to me and says, says, yo, that's not the way how you make friends in the school. That <laughs> <laughs> was embarrassing. <laughs> I told you. I, I never said it on the pod. But now, now that we're here, we might as well just talk about it, right? So... <laughs> All right, last uh, question for the round table. It, what is the name of your car? Did you name your car? And what is the name of your car? Me? 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, 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 I like to call my cat DL1. Yeah, so the D stands for Daniel, the L stands for Loveless, so the one, the one just stands for one. Um, because I have this, I have this, um, this, this fantasy with, um, you know, exclusivity, you know, like, you know, um, in our country, right, there's a, uh, there's a prime minister, right, and all the, the, the prime minister vehicles, you know, or the, the office of the prime minister vehicles, they are denoted by PM1. There's, there's Coast Guard, there's so the CG, that's Coast Guard, and, you know, there are many other different um, codes, you know. Um, so, so my thing is that, mm-hmm. you know, I always wanted, with, with my fleet of vehicles, I always wanted um, to, to denote them by DL, so DL1. So the, so the vehicle that I'm driving right now is a vehicle that I've always wanted, and I got the vehicle now, so that's one of the vehicles of, like, a part of my fleet, so it's DL1. So when I when I buy Rover next, the DL two. I just keep the noted the noted DLA. Yeah, DLA. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Um. So yeah. So my my cars all all are named women. So they're all like different names from women. So my so my current car I drive a white. Hyundai Santa Fe Sport with a black leather interior. Right. So the name of my car is Sarah J. You guys know who's who Sarah J is? Yes, <laughs> so so Sarah J is a white adult film star, like a porn star, and she usually um, interacts. She usually interacts with black men. So, so, so outside of my vehicle is white, and on the inside there's black in the inside. So I call my vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it Sarah J? Sarah J? Sarah J A Y. Sarah J. Sarah J. So that's the name of my current vehicle. My last vehicle I had was um I used to drive a Chrysler 300. So a Chrysler 300. A Chrysler 300, it looks like a... (laughs) (laughs) So so a Chrysler 300 looks like a a poor person's, like, Phantom or, like, Rolls Royce, right? So very, very bougie. So that was my old car, and I used to call that car um, Jada Fire. So Jada Fire... Sorry, sorry. (laughs) The funny thing about this is that this picture has, this picture is not Sergey. <laughs> That's not Sergey. So I okay, so I th- is this Sergey? I can't really. Yes, yeah. that's her. That's her. Yeah. That's her. Oh, that's it. That's it. The other picture was it wasn't it? No, but 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 from that picture, you can um take away the story of of my car. So yeah, my my other car was uh Jada Fire. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the story. Of my cars. <laughs> so my car is called Never Going Back. And <laughs> it's a simple thing. I had a car when I lived in Toronto. Right. And then I moved to Calgary and didn't have a car for a couple of years. Right. And I had to take the bus. And when I got this car back, I said, you know what? I am never going back to public transportation again. Yeah. So my Bro. car is called Never Going Back. Right. I I definitely can 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 respect that, bro. Cause yeah, I can't I can't do that. 
No. Like once you once you get your own freedom and you're able to drive around and move around freely as you wish, as you see fit, relying on public transit is something that you never want to go back to. So I definitely hear that for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Daniel. Um so 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 we'll start with this. Um Take us through your journey. Like, how how have you been able to kind of get to the pinnacle of where you are right now? So, like, we kind of talked about it previously, like before we before we start recording. But you are the new host of um, Hot Ones, the Caribbean the Caribbean uh, version, and you you have your own um, YouTube uh, on on your stuff. Like, how have you how have you you been able to kind of uh, manage from like starting up YouTube or on Facebook and then now to where you are right now? Yeah, so um, so I started I, I started off in 2016 with a with a social experiment um, in the streets of Trinidad and Tobago, testing you know just the general knowledge of people. You know, I always question more about life, so I thought that you know what it would be interesting to see what people knew about life, and that's why I came up with the idea, the concept of what you know. So I went out on the streets, did the social experiment, realized that people didn't know much, you know, and then I took that you know episode as i called it back then and it's still called episodes um and i just threw it up you know threw it out there in the universe and no people liked it you know some people like it some people didn't like it but it went viral and i i always wanted to have a, a large influence on a large number of people but i just i just didn't know how ever since from being a young 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 boy i mean i'm still young 22 but you know ever since being being younger you know i always wanted to have that influence on people i would i would i would be my mom in, in my mother's vehicle, and, and while she's driving, I'd be waving, you know, just to the, to the air, just imagining that, 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 that I was some person of importance, you know, in society. And, and I know I always wanted to reach there because I always believed that if I could have a large impact on people, then I could have a greater impact on the world. I could, mm-hmm. I could solve world issues. I could solve social issues and be a part of the, of, of the solution and not the, the problem. Um, so I realized that there and then when I saw that this video went viral, I was like, yeah, this could be my possible way to have that large impact in the world. And, and I just kept, you know, just kept improving. I just kept, kept doing more and more and more. I created a Facebook profile. That's why I started. That's why I got my come up. That's why I built, you know, a, a, a loyal audience there on Facebook. I have an audience of 500,000 people there. So, you know, I've, I've built a loyal audience there. I stepped across the Instagram, took over the Instagram game, started building there as well. Stepped across to YouTube, you know, did a lot of, of, of stuff there, getting 27 million views on YouTube, you know, being um, uh, certified by YouTube, verified by YouTube. YouTube actually also sent me an award for surpassing um, 100,000 followers. So, you know, that is what the journey has been like. It has been, you know, I, I, I don't want to use the word difficult, but the journey has, it, it has had its obstacles. But, but what that has, um, obstacles never took me down. You know, I believe that with, with the, the career path that you choose, dependent on the career path that you choose, you're going to be able to withstand the test of time. So, you know, the obstacles did come. People did try to shut me down. I didn't allow it to happen. People tried to stop me. I didn't allow, I didn't allow it to happen. There are the critics who don't like the show. I didn't allow that to, 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 to stop. You know, there are in the beginning companies that didn't want to associate with me because they thought that, oh, you know, this guy is, you know, just embarrassing people or, you know, it's not a good show. You don't like the show. But I did not let those things stop me. And I believe that within that, there is a lesson. Challenges will come. Regardless of what you're doing, challenges will always come. 
But what I did not allow is that the challenge to take me down. It was always about finding a way to navigate the challenges. All right, certain people don't like the show. What am I going to do? How am I going to? How am I going to be better? Companies mm-hmm. don't wanna, don't want to advertise with me. Don't want to sponsor me. Don't want to be a part of it. Okay, how can I change their minds? How can I? How can I become a product that people want to associate themselves with? And even if they don't want to, well, that's them. We, we got a vision, and we're going towards that vision. If you want to be a part of it, that's no problem. Um, and you know, the journey has been it has been amazing. You know, I've just been I've just been appreciating the process, accepting the moment for what it is. It's a, it's, it's very important to accept the moment for what it is. You know, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, in 2016, um, I started, and then in 2019, I just made the bold decision to get out there and go out there in the world. I was tired of I was tired of being uh, classified as the Trinidadian YouTuber, the guy from Trinidad that, that runs around and asks his, you know, him ask his. <laughs> That's funny. We need to keep that. Yeah, the guy who, you know, in Trinidad asks questions on the street. I didn't want to be classified as that. I wanted to take my country. Yes, I wanted to be known as, yeah, he's from Trinidad and Tobago. He was born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago. But this is not to Daniel Loveless, Trinidad and Tobago. This is Daniel Loveless who travels the world. This is Daniel Loveless who people from the Caribbean love. This is Daniel Loveless, a man of the people, a man of the world. And, you know, I approached a few companies and tried to get them to, you know, throw some money at me to enable me to travel the world. It didn't work out. You know what I did? I, I invested in myself, you know. I grind, 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 took little odd jobs from here and there, took that money, put it into touring, and I began my journey of traveling the world, asking people questions. Started with one destination, and I managed to visit 26 destinations across the world so far. Um, but COVID and everything, so we're back yeah. home. We're stuck at 26 right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. So, like, that's tough. So, like, from that, I got two follow-up questions. So the first question would be, what was the first place that you went to for your touring? So the first place I visited was actually Canada. Um, I met a um, Canada. Yeah, big up the uh, big up the Canada squad. <laughs> yeah. I, I I met a um, uh, a guy from from Toronto. Uh, his name is Akil Ak, um, and he was in Trinidad on on vacation. And you know he expressed to me how the people of Toronto loved the show. You know how there was a a huge Caribbean um, fan base out there, and you know a huge Caribbean um, um, a part of the Caribbean diaspora living in in um, Toronto. So he was like, you know, yo, you should come to Toronto. And he he um, suggested that he would fly me to Toronto to do that first edition. At that time, I didn't have any like visas or anything like that. So he really assisted me through the process. Uh, got me to Toronto, and that is where, where I got my 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 jump start. So I started in Toronto. I came to Toronto for three days. And I remember arriving in Toronto, it was, it was so amazing, you know. I got there, I've never seen snow, or, you know, been a part of or anything like that. And I got there and I remember when I walked through, I exited, I believe the airport's name is the Pearson. Pearson, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pearson, good. Um, so I, I got there and I remember when the door, the sliding doors open as soon as, you, you know, past Tim Hortons there, the coolness just hit me and I was like, wow. It was just so amazing to be out there. I got that big break there, I was there for three days. And I remember I came back home and I was like, damn, you went to Toronto. Do you now go back in Trinidad and Tobago and just go around Trinidad and Tobago? Or do you continue taking it to the next level? So I got my break there and I was like, you know what? Never going back. That was that was the that was the motto in that time. Yeah, you know, your car yeah, Shout out to my car. Shout out to my car. We're never going back. We're gonna to tour the world. 
And that was destination number one. And from there, I just kept going, 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 going. And so bigger and bigger and bigger every time. I started with one destination. Then I did two destination tours, three destination tours. My last tour was an eight destination tour. Wow. Back to back, just running from country to country. It was wow, wow. Run. Yeah. Cool. So I, guess, so I guess my second part would be, you've been to 26 destinations. What would be maybe your top three? favorite destinations that you that you've been to my top three destinations definitely has to be um well canada will definitely be one of the uh one of the one of the inserts there because of the fact that it was the first place i visited uh what i admire is coming from trinidad and tobago we're not as technological uh we're not as technologically advanced as um you know meant as you know the United States or Canada or the UK, mm-hmm. etc. So one of the first things that stood out to me was just the technological advancements, bro. That that being able to just whip out your phone and a vehicle just pulls up in, in, in next to no time. We're only now starting to kind of develop that trend where you could we have little ride share apps, etc. But that was amazing. A car is two minutes away with these Uber services, you know, these Uber eats you could get your stuff to eat, you know, everything, you know, it stood out to me. Another thing that stood out to me is most places in Trinidad and Tobago where people live. You know, like if I need to get something to eat right now, I got to jump in my vehicle and drive maybe approximately five to 10 minutes to actually get somewhere. I was amazed that we could just leave your home and a Tim Hortons or a Burger King could be just right across the street. <laughs> I, I love Toronto. That's the only place in Canada that I've been. I definitely can see myself living there as well. Um, So Canada, definitely for the technological advancement and just the, you know, just the convenience, you know, the people mm-hmm. are nice, place is nice. Um, in terms of um hospitality, Guyana has to definitely be, you know, one of the second places on that list. You know, the hospitality there is amazing. Um, you know, people just love me over there. You know, they treat me so well over there. People invite me to their homes. They cook for me. Random people, just fans, people who love me. Mm-hmm. The hospitality is, is amazing. And I would say... Number three would definitely have to be Belize. I love Belize, you know, um, because of the beaches, many beautiful beaches over there. The mm-hmm. small islands aside from Belize, there's, um, there's, there's, I think it's San Pedro Island, there's Kikoka. So there's different, you know, islands that you could visit. And the humility of the people stands out for me there. You know, the people are very humble. Like um, in terms of, you know, a, a, a school child, you know, home here, People or children, children will refer to me as Daniel. Hey, Daniel, you know, I'll get a few Uncle Daniels here and there. But in Belize, you know, like it's 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 still it's it's Mister Loveless. It's you know, and and I, you know, you know, that shows a lot about the humility. It doesn't mean that Trinidadians and people across the world are not humble, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. just the upbringing is just different. They're so soft toned, you know, and Trinidad to make it real loud. I'm loud, you know, vibrant, etc. But they're so soft toned and, and humble, and you know they. You know, if I had to put Belize into uh, an emoji, they'll be this, you know. <laughs> no, no. And um, I still got to train a fourth one there. I definitely got to put Grenada in the mix. What stood out to me in Grenada was, you know, the humility one of the people and the safety of the place. People over there, like, if I, I drive a pickup in Trinidad and I would dare not um, let somebody jump on the back of it and just drop them from one location to another. Because, I mean, safety, safety concerns in Grenada that is a norm, you know. Somebody just stick their hand out and they just jump in a vehicle and you just drop them from one place to another because it's so safe, you know. Um, such a nice place. The beach is nice. The people are nice. That uh, Those are my top four picks. 
Canada, Guyana, Grenada, and Belize. Tough. Yeah, it sucks yeah. that uh, <clears throat> Tramper's not here because he, that's the one time that his uh, country got bigged up. Guyana got big up on this country. Guyana got big up, so big up yeah. fanfare. Yeah. yeah, shout out fanfare. So, Daniel, take us through a typical day of recording for you. Like, how is your day of recording and what's the editing process like? Nice, man. So, so we're talking um, pre-COVID here, right? Yeah. Um, a typical pre-COVID day for Daniel Loveless. You know, I, I, I start the morning at 4 a.m. every morning. I've been doing that for the past one to two years. I get about 4 a.m. and I work out. Um, and from there, I'm back home about 7. Um, usually, a typical recording day, we would leave home maybe about 10 a.m. in the morning, 10 to 11 a.m., and just literally head to a random location. A lot of people think that, you know, a lot of planning goes into what we do, but spontaneity has taken me so far in this, in this, uh, in this, what I do from the first time back in 2016, it was just me going out on the streets, random people, random questions, random vibes. I love to operate on that type of vibes. So mm-hmm. you just schedule it. I say, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we go in, we just go in. And then we just go to a random location while we're on our way most times to craft the questions. I'd craft the questions by, by using a method of, of, of three things. I would look at what's trending on social media try to you know be within the time so ask a question along the lines of what's trending number two i would also look at my environment and allow the allow the almighty to provide me with the messages that i need to speak about so i'll be driving and i just allow the cues to come you know so i'd see a sign on the highway that possibly says uh 747 exit at 747 and that'll give me an idea oh what's the opposite of the word exit so that's that's a you know a holy Questions are crafted. Um, then we get to the location, and then random people. I would just approach random people in the street. No selection, no big selection process. It's like, hey, what's going on? You're good, you know, using, you know, Trini slang. I would adjust my slang differently for each country that I go to. So if I'm in Trinidad, I'll be like, oh boy, what's going on? What's the scene? Come and answer some questions now. All you have to do is answer five simple questions, and you have the opportunity to, you know, win some money, you know. If people either say yes or no, they sign a release agreement. If I'm in Canada, I'm like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? My name is Daniel <laughs> I travel the world and explain it to them. But when we get on camera, I try to get back to Trini. Mm-hmm. The only time I try to be formal with my language is with the question. So you find that mm-hmm. sometimes before I ask the question, especially internationally traveling, when I start, I'm like, hey, Canada, I say, boy, Daniel, la, 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 la. people are like, Confused, like what the hell is he doing? But then I that goes, okay, this is the first question. Can you spell your name for me? So it's like mm-hmm. they get that they understand the question, and then I throw back in the Caribbean heritage and be like, well, try a thing now, man, try a thing. You know, so it's, like, it's all about keeping them on their toes. So. Hey, you sound like you sound like a Caribbean parent when when the phone rings and they don't know who it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do this coach. You gotta do this coach. Yeah. And it's actually a great yeah, coach yeah. too. It's a great area because because my audience is you know you know predominantly or, or largely uh, Caribbean. I don't want people to say, oh, so you go on in the states and you're talking like a Yankee now, etc. So I gotta be careful of that as well. So that's why I I only keep the formal part for the question. There's no way you could tell me, yeah. oh, well, you know, your song's so formal, asking a question. No, it's a question. Can you spell the word podcast for me? So I make sure they understand mm-hmm. that, and I train the Caribbean heritage for the antics. We interview mm-hmm. people. We, you know, we, we get the interviews, we come home, we dump the footage, and then we review it together and just decide which moments hit. And then we just slap it in 
the editing timeline. Now, people think it's this long process, but to be honest with you, the long process is actually reviewing it and figuring out which moments really hit. Because the problem is, after we look, we already saw the content, me, the cameraman, the entire team, we already saw the content on the streets. So that's mm-hmm. one. Then we're looking at it repeatedly over and over and over. So it lo- it, it it loses its um its its its, its magic. Topic. Yeah, after a while, because now we're like, hmm, I wonder if this is really funny. After looking mm-hmm. at, at this interview that you enjoyed, where I asked the girl, what does TWO spell? After looking mm-hmm. at that six times, we need to say, Oh, I wonder if this is really funny, boy. You know, <laughs> and then you put it out there and it's viral. So mm-hmm. the 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 um the creativity comes into the review and I'm trying to decide which moments hit. Then we just add in the graphics there, add in the fun facts to add in that educational twisted, add in that educational to, to ensure that it has that right mix of education, entertainment, laughter, you know, ensure that it has those elements in it. And then we package it and then we just throw it out there to the universe and, you know, let the, let the audience do the job. So that's a typical day in editing, um, day in recording, day in the life of Daniel Loveless. That's dope. So, last question for me. Um, so, what advice do you have to give to like young, upcoming people that want to get into the media and entertainment in- industry? What advice would I have for young people who want to get into the entertainment industry? That is an amazing question. I have so much advice. Um, one of the things that I would say that came to me while doing an interview prior to this one is you need to believe in yourself more than anyone else on this earth believes, you know. You need to really have that, that you know, that, that deep desire for what you want. It starts with understanding um, your, your, your purpose and understanding your vision. You know, you are the only person that would really understand your vision clearly because our vision is not, it's not tangible. You can't see that vision. It's not tangible. So you got to believe in yourself. Don't allow anyone else's uh, opinions or anyone else's uh, nuances uh, uh, deflate your vision, right? You got to believe in that vision and push forward and be confident in that vision. Because you see, it's so easy, the type of society that we live in, you know, you share an idea with someone like, yo, I got this idea to do a social experiment to go out and ask people questions on the street and be like, well, I mean, it's been done before. People do it already. What's going to make you stand up? You're going to ask people questions, you know, oh, that's such a lame idea. But if you believe in that, had I, had I shared my idea with somebody and they said, oh, Daniel, you know, that's not a really good idea, you know, you know, or, or you know, it could have, if I didn't have a strong mind, because saying, no, maybe this is really not a good idea. I was able to take that and to, to build that into something where, wow, 800,000 followers, you know, yeah. 27 million views YouTube, because I believed in myself. So it starts with, as a creative, it, it, it really starts with that belief. Believe in your vision. And if you believe that you can really have that impact on the world, then you brother, you sister, young one, old one, anybody, just go forward with it and don't allow anybody to um to stop you don't allow any anybody to stop you you know the thing about it is that you know look at look at look at colonel sanders you know you know mm-hmm. finding kfc going through so many uh, different struggles in his life and at the age of you know beyond 60 you know mm-hmm. he was able to start this you know this this idea that has now i mean there's kfc everywhere this franchise everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. every single way you could think of every corner there's kfc and that's because even at the age 
of 60 and beyond, he was able to, you know, take that idea and build it into something. So, you know, my thing is believe in your vision. It's never too late to start. I started at, at 17. He started at 60, 60 something, you know, mm-hmm. he started. So this leads me to the next thing. Just start, you know, make today day one, you know, don't be afraid to make every single day day one. Although yesterday may not have been a good day or you may not have been consistent yesterday, every single day is day one. You want to achieve something, you want to have a healthier body, today is day one. Begin. You want to begin working out, today is day one. You want to start that new business, today is day one. You know, Do not be afraid to start. Believe in your vision. Push forward. Don't allow anyone else to stop you. And, you know, my final thing, and this should have been this should have been mentioned first, you know, my final thing is you need to rely on what you believe in in terms of... Um, What's your source? You know, is it the universe? Is it God? Is it, what do you worship? What do you believe in? We must have some sort of belief system. That, uh, I, I would say, is the core. That is the core that has enabled me to, to, to be in the position that I am today. Really relying on that source. Really relying on that source. Yeah, so, you know, that is the one that I should have put first, you know. You've got to put that, that first. You know, and I, I say that because I don't want to say God, because everybody believes in something different. I want to be, okay. I want to be, yeah. whatever you believe in, I call it the universe. Some people call it God, whatever you believe in, you got to really believe in that and, and take that and allow that to manifest great things for you. So with that coupled with consistency, coupled with hard work, coupled with, with belief, you are sure to achieve great things. But I just wanna I just wanna put a, a, a bullet point on that one. You really gotta believe it's important because as you send those prayers up, my brother, the blessings I am telling you, <laughs> they're gonna come down. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I just wanna say one quick thing towards what you just said. Um you brought up KFC being everywhere. Let me just let <laughs> you know that Trinidad's KFC ruined KFC in Canada for me. So I have not, I have not I had agree. KFC I, since I moved since I, I went been, down there for a wedding. That. So Winston KFC hits as well, eh? you know. Since Winston KFC hits the spot. I've never been to Trinidad before, but I, I, I my family's from Jamaica, and I will say like the Caribbean KFC in general it blows Canadian or US yeah. KFC out of the water for sure. Yes, like yeah. no <laughs> question asked because like yeah, as as. Senator said, like, I had KFC in Jamaica, I had barbecue chicken in Jamaica, and nothing else hits like that. So, <laughs> I'll tell you a quick, quick story before coach goes in. So, we were down there, I went down there for my, like, best friend's wedding, right? Yeah. And it got to the point where we ordered it one time. And then... <laughs> We knew how much it cost by the yeah. by the end. We knew exactly the order we were gonna get because I think we <laughs> ordered it like four times in seven days. It was right. It hit it like that. So hit the spot. Hit the spot. <laughs> for sure. No, that's that's for sure. All right, Daniel. So before we before we kind of go off, I got um mm-hmm. I got a little twist to kind of you know how you got your what you know. Yes. We gotta know what you know for you. All right. That's so cool. yeah. we'll see how we'll see how this goes. We'll um Test this out. All right. Question number one. Yeah, <laughs> you ready? All right. Number one. Ready, ready. What is the human body's largest organ? Skin. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Yes, no, I do it this in a man. All right, all right. Okay, okay. All right. Number two. You're in a dark room with a candle, a wood stove, and a gas lamp. 
You only have one match left. What's the first thing that you that you like? If you did one more time for me. Okay. You're in a dark room with a candle, a wood stove, and a glass lamp. You only have one match left. What is the first thing that you would like? Oh, but I would turn the lights in the room, you know, because it's a dark room. Okay, yeah, that's but, a solid answer. Yeah, that's the answer to the question. <laughs> that's that's solid, solid <laughs> There's no light in the room, but the answer was you'd light the match because from the match you can light everything else out. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Number three. All right, imagine you're in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks, all right? What would be the first thing you do to kind of help you survive that whole situation? I'm in a sinking what? Yeah, so imagine you're in a sinking boat surrounded by sharks. What, what would be the first thing you do to kind of help you survive that whole situation? Well, the first thing, you know, I think, I think, I think as a man thinketh, so is he, you know, the great James Allen said, as a man thinketh, so is he. I don't even want to think that. I don't even want to imagine that because I'm thinking, I'm going to imagine, you know, millions in, the, in my bedroom right now. But um, sinking boat, sinking boat, sinking boat. I'm in a sinking boat surrounded by sharks, you said, right? Yeah. One more time for me. Give me one more time. I have to all right, all right, all right. Imagine you are in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. What's the first thing you would do to help you survive that whole situation? I'm in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. Because I roll, 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 roll. And <laughs> <laughs> a sinking rowboat. I hate to not know. I, I, I hate. <laughs> Let me come back to that one. Give me the rest. Come back. Give me the rest so you come back to that one. Okay. Okay, all right, all right. So if it takes five machines, five minutes to make five T-shirts, how long would it take 100 machines to make 100 T-shirts? It takes five machines, five minutes to make five T-shirts, right? Yeah. And is it five T-shirts each or each machine is making one T-shirt? Clarify that for me. Yeah, so each machine is making five T-shirts. Right. So you got you got five machines. <clears throat> it takes the five machines five minutes to make five t-shirts. Right. So how long would it take one hundred machines to make a hundred t-shirts? I can figure that out. So so if the five machine making five t-shirts each, right? Then that's a total of twenty-five five by five. So a hundred machines, right? Making five shirts each. That should be five hundred. Nope. Answer is five minutes. So it takes 100 machines. Still, It still takes them five minutes to fake, take five shirts, to make five shirts. Right. So, so they're making 500 t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they're only making 100, so it, it still takes them five minutes. Right, but I said 500 t-shirts. So if it's 500 t-shirts, then it would take, there would be 500 minutes, yeah. I read the question I was asked, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, well, I was, I was four, right? Yeah. yeah. So I have to go back to three after. Okay. So I have, I have one more. Okay. 
Um, so this is kind of like a play on the question on like the, on my favorite episode, the yeah. one with the T. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try this one, okay? Yeah. What does T O spell? Two. Okay. And what does T O O spell? Two. Okay. And what does T W O spell? Two. Okay. What's the second day of the week? Tuesday. No, it's Monday. Oh, <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah, that's a, that, that, that. That's a play on on my on my my favorite episode. Okay, so that was I'll go good. Back. That was good. Um, <laughs> you the boats, boy. I just I just don't want to think along them lines. But my, All right. My, so my... okay, <laughs> I'll ask you again. I'll ask you again. Okay. So the question is: Imagine <clears throat> you're on a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. What's the first thing you do to help you survive that whole that whole situation? All right. So you, you have your answer. When it didn't say in the sea, I think it didn't say in the sea. So I would run because <laughs> I could be on the land. I could be on the land. So if it is. I could go on land. <laughs> okay, next answer my head. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. All right. The answer is you'd stop imagining. Oh, God, I said I didn't get it. All right. Well, that's all I got. So thank you for playing with us. Thank you for being a, being being on the episode with us. We definitely appreciate it. Um, you were you, you were a great sport. Definitely appreciate it. And um, I want I want I, I want to make sure I say um. Coming from somebody who watched your episodes for a long time, uh, keep doing what you're doing. We definitely appreciate it. You're, as we always say, you're kind of providing uh, education through entertainment, and it's something that's definitely working. So thank you, and yeah. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. It's my pleasure, man, and I appreciate what you guys are doing here. Definitely enjoy the conversation. Enjoy sharing, you know, some parts of my story, and you know, looking forward to being a part of it again. Maybe in the next two years, and I win that Grammy, you can do a second. You know, follow up. <laughs> But we've reached a part of the podcast where we get to promote our social medias, anything else that we're working on. So, Daniel, we're going to start with you first. Right. Definitely. You can follow me across all social media platforms. My personal social media is at I am Daniel Loveless. So you can follow me on Instagram and across all platforms at I am Daniel Loveless. As you may know, I also travel the world producing this very funny show called what you know we've managed to build you know a massive platform over 27 million views with what you know on youtube so you can check out what you know on youtube that's w-h-a-t-y-u-h-k-n-o-w on youtube and across all platforms it's at what you know instagram at what you know tt um facebook what you know everything what you know it's all about what you know so join the community today you know most people on the first episode they they, they, are, they are blown away they enjoy the show so become a subscriber today of what you know i actually recently just signed on to be the host of hot ones caribbean and it's that show where we ask hot questions with even hotter wings if you'd like to see that show you could uh you could type it up on uh, instagram at hot ones caribbean and you can find me on that show as well. And that's a little bit about, you know, Daniel Loveless, you know. And I'm just going to continue to travel the world to go to different places, educating and entertaining people. And well, if you didn't know, well, now you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Coach. 
Uh, yeah, my IG is um, real deal underscore Francis. And COVID still got things shut down. So we'll see what, we'll see what happens. But we've got okay. We're okay. We're going to have the, the season happening this year. So I'm just here, man. Just here. <laughs> and as for me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the senator. Don't forget to check out the Not So Soft podcast with myself, Nino Rockwell, Kino the Great. Don't forget to check out Talks with the Chatterbox with Mr. Pro Chatterbox himself, S.A. and Baritone Levy Joseph, also part of the Chatroom podcast. Um, don't forget to follow our Instagram page at the.chatroompod. If you like this conversation, if you have more questions that you want us to ask Daniel when he wins that Grammy and comes back on here, don't forget to email it to us at thechatroompod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and share the Chatroom Podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. We drop episodes every Tuesday, audio and video across all platforms. And before we sign off, Daniel, once again, we appreciate you coming on here, taking the time out. You went from one interview to another interview, (laughs) so we appreciate that time. And we will be tuning in to Hot Ones Caribbean. We definitely will be tuning in. Definitely. Even though I'm not a huge fan of hot sauce, I can't I can't manage it, but I'll <laughs> tune in to watch everyone else not manage it as well for sure. <laughs> I appreciate that for, <laughs> for, sure, sure. for sure, for sure. No problem. And, Thank you for having us. And this has been the chat room podcast, your favorite baller's favorite podcast, and we are out. Peace. Uh, yeah. Yeah.